All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Char. How you doing, babe? I'm doing good. Doing yeah, good? Better now. Our computer crashed. It did. And... I've been working on it all morning. Uh, you know, it's it's like it reminds me of the one episode we did on... Oh, Yeah. You know, many marriages, one spouse, yeah, and when the it's computer crash, yeah. you need it to be thrown away. <laughs> get a new one, man. I, get a new operating system. I have to say, I have been telling Kenny for the last three months, you need a new computer. It's been bad. It's really imperative when you do a podcast that you have a really good computer. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll limp through. It, it's because I'm cheap. And, and today, we're talking about <laughs> wisdom. And I was thinking... That would be really good wisdom to have a really good computer while we're doing a podcast because otherwise we can't get it done. This well, is anyway, true. So I'm doing so much better now that you got it running and good. things are good and that it's almost Black We've Friday. We've been trying to do this all morning and we got a deadline. We got to get this <laughs> and laid down. It's almost Black Friday. It's a great time to buy a new computer, honey. That's right. Do you think? That would be wise. I think that's probably going to happen. Okay. I think it would be too. All right. Awesome. So I'm doing better now. Good that we're doing this and things are working out right now. And thank you, Lord. Well, we welcome everybody in. If you're listening to this, it's great having you. Mm -hmm. We're excited. This is a really fun, for us, a real fun uh, little mini series that we're in. This is going to be a 10-parter. This is our second part of one we're calling Kickstarters to a Powerful Marriage. We call it that because the, the text everybody is so familiar with on marriage is that wonderful and classic text out of Ephesians 5, where it talks about women. Uh, yeah, that part. <laughs> uh, as unto the Lord and men, love your wives as Christ mm -hmm. loves the church, meaning with great sacrifice, right? Uh, but before that, the, 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 those passages right before that call for, uh, we, we've been able to dig out like 10 really important items that when you think of marriage uh, are kickstarters to all the beefy stuff that comes up there in verse 22. So we're, we're really traveling yeah. through verse 14 through 21 of Ephesians chapter 5. We talked about waking up uh, last episode. Today, we're talking about wise up. Um, the verse talks about not walking as a fool, but circumspectly as wise, redeeming the time and understanding what the will of the Lord is. In fact, in verses 15, 16, 17, it's contrasting really two people that one lives wisely in the world and for our purposes here operates in marriage wisely and the other one foolishly. There are three kind of mandates hidden in here and we're going to make an episode out of each one. The first one is to be wise. The second one is to redeem the time. And the third one is to understand or to know what the will of the Lord is. And these are really uh, if you look at what prompted Charlie and I to to do Marriage Matters and particularly to do this podcast, it's really been devoted to getting a right theology for marriage, helping God's people understand what the will of the Lord is. So this mm -hmm. is right up our alley today, right? A biblical perspective. Big time. Mm -hmm. yep. That's the right perspective, a yep. biblical perspective. Because if it's not biblical, it's the world's. Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to get it's that your influence. Own. It's your, just your own, oh, what you think is. You're making it up as you go. Yeah, you're just making it up day by day. <laughs> And how's that working for you? That's right. what I always say. How does that work for you when right. we don't do it God's way? Right. So these verses start with being a word that we didn't even have in our vocabulary. I Again, still don't use that word ever. 
again, we're, we're in uh, Ephesians 5, verse 15, but it, it says to walk circumspectly. And that's, I don't know, uh, as I'm sitting here, and I don't have a, a tiny vocabulary, no, you have, you, you. but I have never used that word. I have never used it. Other than when I'm teaching through this particular verse. I don't right? think I could pronounce it very well. <laughs> so uh, the word just simply means be careful. That's that's when you boil it all the way out. That's what it's saying. Look, and for our purposes here, uh, the mandate is this: if you're a married person, be really careful. Pay. One translation has it: constantly take heed to what you're doing. I think it's to be concerned, very concerned, absolutely about your marriage. Right. Which, by the way, many of even professing believers, they're just not. No. They're, uh, again, they're they're concerned about many things. Many things. M- many things. We we were laughing about this morning. We were talking about there. Are, we know more people who probably are more circumspect or uh, more careful about the health of their pets than they are their marriage. Mm-hmm. And and you might be listening today and be a dog lover, a cat lover. That's awesome. But let, let's just let's just pose the question. Are you as deeply concerned about the health and condition of your marriage and particularly your spouse these days? Do you put as much thought into pampering them and making sure they're living a rich and full life as you do fluffy over there in the corner? That's a big question. Or do you, exactly, are you putting the time and care and concern into blessing another person and it, it be your spouse? That's really a difficult, that's... That's a, a a haunting question, well, because you, but, but, I, not I, just no. with pets. We're not banging on people oh, who no. love their pets, but I, I know guys that put more concern in their car. Mm-hmm. They're constantly and, making and sure that thing is spotlessly clean, running perfect. They love it. They they are so concerned about it, and way more than they are the condition of their own wife or their own marriage. I think it's because what they get back from it. Sure is something they really need. And sometimes... Well, Fifi probably demands a little less from no, her Fifi's owners. No, Fifi's sweet. Nor does a car. And then they get all excited when you walk in the house every time. <laughs> That's what I hear pet owners say. Someone loves me unconditionally. unconditionally. Yeah. And honestly, it's yeah. the truth. Yeah. And I can see that. I their Their dog does love them unconditionally and is so excited to see them every single time. Well, but it brings a question. Maybe our spouses would love us may be different if we showed them the same love and care and tenderness that we that we do those or other things that we pay so much attention to jump up and down every time you walk in the <laughs> in the room now that would be an ego boost right there you go if i jumped up and down every single time you and, oh you're yeah, oh you couldn't wait to see you i start to feel like i'm really so <laughs> exactly right so i don't know it's something maybe we all can learn from i I think of that often because I've heard so many pet owners say that to me. Sure. And I can understand that. They well, feel special. Again, in, in this particular episode, it's wisdom that it calls for us to not just wake up, but to wise mm-hmm. up, uh, to live a circumspect life, not as a fool, but wise. Again, and then it explains that that we'll get to next episode, redeeming the time mm-hmm. and understanding the will of the Lord, which a lot of people don't, right? But being circumspect, particularly about your marriage, 
is really important. What it, um, it just means be careful, guys, mm-hmm. because there is such an assault on marriage mm-hmm. today. And even though, maybe not the assault aside, the f- full on frontal assault on married life, just it's so easy for it to just slowly degrade mm-hmm. out of negligence mm-hmm. and drift so far from what its design is, mm-hmm. right? So it takes a lot of. Uh, uh, s- Effort. Right. And to be careful, to be circumspect, to be constantly taking heed mm-hmm. to the condition of marriage. So let's just start with that uh, this morning. That Are you doing that? Is that something that you do? Or when you look at other loves in our life, is there so many other things that we take so much better care over? Um, I've, uh, let me, a moment of really just open out forthright confession here. I've not always been circumspect about my marriage. I think a lot of men aren't. I don't want to overgeneralize, but maybe women tend to be a little bit more circumspect or careful about their marriage life. But there's been many times where I haven't. I wrote this out this morning when I was getting ready for this episode. I've not always been careful, I wrote. I've gotten angry at the wrong things at the wrong times. That's not wisdom, guys. I've talked instead of listened. I've missed signs that I should have picked up on. I've dug in and been stubborn when I should have been willing to yield, and I've yielded when I should have been more dug in. I've been too busy when I should have been more present, and I've been far too lazy when I should have been more busy. I've been too dedicated to the lower priorities of life and not dedicated enough to what is truly important. Now, that's that's the confession of a man who, when I just was reading through just this one verse today— don't be a fool. Be wise when it comes to your marriage. Walk circumspectly. That that had to realize I, I've not always been that. Well, I don't think anyone does. No, no. Some people have a little bit more wisdom of what they desire, right. what they need. No. So they're more conscious of it. Right. Some people just go around, if it's all not broken, I'm not going to fix right, right, it. Right, right. You know, right. and until it is broken. Right. I just have been not the wisest guy uh, in the world always when it comes to my married life. So this is what we're talking about. And I think we all find ourselves in the same boat and hopefully just this is encouraging to you, not discouraging and not heavy handed, but just an encouragement to, again, wake up, wise up, you pay know, attention. One thing I want to say, it's a crack up to me. When Kenny, he loves to look at cars, new cars. It's not my favorite thing to do because we're not going to buy one. And even when we buy one, it's so stressful. So, um, but he just likes to look at them. But when we do actually think about buying one, you know, we're praying about it or whatever, he's consumed with it. Oh, yeah. He's consumed. He's on the internet studying about this. He knows everything about this. Do my research, baby. And I'm thinking (laughs) the man can really, if he's focused, that's right. He can go. And That's I right. and I think about that with us as people, all of us. When we're focused on something, oh, yeah. we're really concerned about it. We want to we want to do right. We want to be wise before we make a purchase that large. Right. We really do our homework, but yet our marriages right. get pushed in the back burner. And that's oh, yeah. all of us. All oh, of oh, us yeah. do that. Oh yeah. All the time. So so this really is just a it's kind of a clarion call for all of us to again get get wisdom. Mm-hmm. Get get wise cuz your marriage depends on in this world today on walking wisely and and taking care take, right. paying constant heed mm-hmm. which is that word circumspectly mm-hmm. okay so i was thinking about it when we come into this issue of wisdom 
all of life depends on mm-hmm. this, that, that we really operate in mm-hmm. wisdom. I mean, think in regard to marriage, right. it starts with the need for wisdom in choosing who you're going to marry. If That's you're out there, one. oh man, if you're out there today and you're listening, somebody turns you on to this podcast and, and you're engaged or in a relationship, but not yet married, you need the wisdom of mm-hmm. God. You there, need to hear from the Lord. Oh man, because there are qualities and character points that you're looking for, that you need in your mm-hmm. life, that you need to understand. I mean, just so beyond that, setting the right goals and the right boundaries for married people. Boy, did I have to learn that with, you know, I pastored churches. I, I hug a hundred women every Sunday morning mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm counseling women whose lives are hard and boundaries had to be set. We've all got to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you how you speak, the words you use, particularly when resolving conflict with a husband or wife, requires so much wisdom to get through that stuff. How you steward the Lord's money together requires wisdom. How you manage your time, uh, how you spend, who you spend time with, and what you do with those with whom you do spend time. This all demands from us really a high level of wisdom and operating the right way. Yes. I'm thinking of when's the last time we really prayed about the friends that we have. Totally. Do you say, Lord, and I do this, Lord, send me friends that will be good for me and that I can minister to them and they can minister to me and send me those kind of friends, not just take anybody, but really require the Lord's wisdom on that, on friendships and who we hang with. Look, guys, wisdom is a basic fundamental need for every human being because Mm -hmm. naturally in our own flesh, we'll talk about this more in just a second, but we are not wise. We don't operate in true wisdom. Do you know why I think that is though? Why is that? Because we think we are wise. Well, yeah, which means we're not. I think I know. (laughs) I already think I know. So why do I pray about it? If I already think I know what's best for my life. And the truth is we don't. No, we don't. Uh, so, so the hundreds and thousands of life decisions that are made every day by husbands and wives, uh, what school you put your kids in, the houses you buy, the cities you move to, what car you drive, your career decisions, all that, we are desperate for wisdom that isn't natural, to, this wis- true wisdom from above. Parenting your children every day requires such wisdom. Listen to the promise that wisdom makes from, from the scripture for those who operate in the wisdom of God. Uh, the proverb writer in Proverbs 4 or 5 says, get wisdom. I'm just so glad it can be gotten, mm-hmm. right? It's available. It, uh, exactly. Right? We can have it. Get wisdom. Get mm-hmm. understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her. Speaking of wisdom, calling wisdom a her. She will preserve you, love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she'll promote you. She'll bring you honor. When you embrace her, she will place you on your place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. Oh, I just hear the voice of the Lord in this. I've taught you in the way of wisdom. I've led you in the right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction and do not let go. Keep her for she is your life. And who doesn't want that life? No kidding. As a believer, 
you want that life. No kidding. We all want it. Yeah. When we read that, we go, oh, the Holy Spirit oh, inside man. goes, oh, you oh, want this, yeah. you want that. But yet we don't walk in wisdom. Yeah. At least I'm speaking for myself. No, A I lot of it. times I walk in my own wisdom. Oh, there's, I mean, I just look back at our life, mm-hmm. hun, right? And, and there's been so many moments and crossroads mm-hmm. in our life where we desperately needed the wisdom of God from career choices mm-hmm. to even just recently in our life and how to wrap mm-hmm. up uh, 42 years of pastoring and what to do, uh, which led to this, which w- was never on our radar, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden was by just Praying. something just, the Lord began to show us. Well, you know, prayer. Yeah. We prayed a lot about yeah. what God wanted for yeah. us. And not that we sought it out. We felt like this is what right. God was opening the doors for. Right. And... That's what I love about the Lord. You pray. Yeah. It's not like you have to drum it up yourself and try to think of things. And he just starts showing you. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. See this. But he just starts speaking to you. Yeah. And it's from him. It is. See, here's the thing. This episode is not to tell you what being wise is or isn't. Right. We're only saying you need wisdom Mm -hmm. if you're going to triumph in marriage and your marriage can be rock solid and and be what it was designed to be, is going, it is beyond you. It is bigger than you. And whether you know it or not, dear ones, you are desperate for the wisdom of God and how to be a husband, how to be a wife, and what to do in crisis circumstances. And when your take is different mm-hmm. than her take mm-hmm. or hers than yours, how to operate. This is, this is just fundamental stuff. You need the wisdom that comes from above. You know, I, I, I always think about our finances mm-hmm. and it was, we were always taken care of and provided for, but there wasn't yeah. a ton of extra. And we had prayed about, okay, we have a long race here, a long life of ministry. What is going to be the best thing for us financially Right. to be able to run that race that right, God right. called us to? Right. And we prayed about it. We felt like we should try to get out of debt as soon as possible, not right. take new debt, not right. get the new boat or whatever. Drive old be, uh, cars. Drive yeah. old cars. Right. It's okay. I yeah. mean, life is still good no yeah. matter what you're driving, yeah. as long as it gets you from A to B. Yeah. But we we really practiced that for yeah. many, many, many years, raising our children. And, well, and we had to learn how. Yes, we had to you know, learn how. And, and we're not dumb people. See, here's the weird thing about wisdom. Wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom is not right. I intelligence. Wisdom is not even genius. Knowing the right stuff. You can have knowledge. You can be a genius. Mm-hmm. You can know a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. have an incredible intellect and be ridiculously a fool. You're so right. Right? Wisdom isn't intellect. So, it's so- not what you know. Wisdom, by definition, is the practical application of all that you know at the right time in the right way. Oh, that's, that's what wisdom is. That's pretty awesome. Wisdom, th- look, I know some really bright people whose lives are constantly coming apart and falling down around their ankles. You're right. They, there's just very little wisdom in their life. In fact, you could call them fools, though they're much brighter than me, mm-hmm. <laughs> certainly, but that's not wisdom. Wisdom wisdom's not intellect and what you know. Wisdom is the ability from God to apply what we know to be true at the right moment, at the right time, in the right way. I like 
how this is a wisdom from God. Yeah. This isn't man's wisdom. No. So when you think about it being from God, that's the kind of wisdom we all want. Well, how the, And how yeah. do we receive anything from yeah. the Lord? Yeah. We pray. The scripture says the wisdom of men is, is folly, mm-hmm. right? So I oh. wrote down three things here. We're running out of time. So let's get right to these, these last three little nuggets. Uh, hopefully we've convinced you that you are by nature in need of wisdom <laughs> to do marriage well, right? Uh, so here's the three points. Number one, when it comes to getting wisdom, it begins with recognizing that our own natural wisdom is not God's wisdom. That's right? just a great point. It just isn't. We think on our own, we can do this thing, this marriage mm-hmm. thing. The reality is we will booger it up every time. I like this. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9. Read that. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways, says the Lord. For by the heavens are higher than the earth, so were my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yeah. I love that verse. Isn't that great? It, that, it what's that telling us, us? It shows us we don't know. We don't have it. Yeah. We don't have it. Listen to 1 Corinthians 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. If you're a believer today, that's true of you. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And here it is. But the natural man, operating outside of God, but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. Our own, In our own mm-hmm. natural state, we're not wise. Mm-hmm. We, we I guess tend, that's point one. Huh? We t- I, that, that is point, point one. one. So hopefully somebody's out there going, okay, well, I guess the fact that I thought I'm so smart mm-hmm. uh, in itself is foolishness, right? Right. right. Sure. So we need, we need this from the Lord. Now, now, point number two, it comes, wisdom comes by the asking. Uh, familiar passage to many of us, James 1, 5, mm-hmm. if any of you lacks wisdom, which kind of would be all of us, mm-hmm. right? Certainly me. Let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given him. And this is wisdom for your marriage. This is wisdom for every aspect of your life. Right. Every single thing in your life that you go certainly through. isn't limited to marriage. For no. our purpose, we're and talking marriage. Exactly, but absolutely. But this is it's it's including your marriage. Absolutely. Don't think this is just for other things. Right, right. Jesus in a, in Luke eleven makes a wonderful promise. It's just one of my favorite promises. He says in Luke eleven nine. I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Stuff will open up. Man, I just. What a promise. For anyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and right. to him who knocks, it will be opened. Isn't that great? It com- wisdom comes by the asking. Mm-hmm. So here's the big question for all of mm-hmm. us today. Do you ask? Yeah. Men, women, when it comes to your marriage, are you asking God to help you? This is, this is so important because we're not good at it by nature. It, marriage demands more than we know how to give. And so- Wisdom, the wisdom of God is something so important to us. And what's so exciting is that he promises to make it available to the, to simply those who ask. And Isn't do, that great? Do we believe that? Well, there's the question. If we believe it, we'll ask. we'll be asking. Yep. Third point, ready? We'll wrap up with this thought. The wisdom that we need, it operates and it manifests through obedience. In other words, 
for the praying woman or praying man that's saying, man, Lord, I just, I need you. How do we build this? How do we get this done? How do we do it in a way that really glorifies you? If that's the heart and you're asking the Lord, he's going to give it. Now, here's the the, the real question. Will you, will you do what wisdom demands? <laughs> right? Yeah. Will you do the stuff that the Lord puts on your heart? He reveals through his word mm-hmm. or by talking to somebody or listening to a sermon or something like that. And your heart gets moved, mm-hmm. your mind gets changed, and you, you're you're convicted. Right. At least if this is my life, <laughs> right. I'm convicted. Right. And I'm going. Oh, I'm or so excited, and I'm so excited. Right. Okay. Because you're gonna, seeing something clearly. The Lord's showing me. I need to implement this. Right. This is what His Word says. Right. I'm going to do it, and right. then I go home and do and life nothing. just <laughs> starts again. It's all of us. And I'm, you know, Wisdom. life just goes on. Wisdom, yeah. again, by definition, is the application of what we know to be true. So, I am I, in confession here. Yeah. I'm the worst procrastinator. I will put oh, off things. Oh, babe, we all I, no, are. No, 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 I am. It's like, I know I need to do this. I need to do this. I don't know if anyone struggles like that. Oh, come on. And then I need to Even be- people hearing this right now are going, okay, I, I do need the wisdom. of, But, but are they going to ask? Well, that's where we leave it. Well, you need to. I've asked, and he's shown me. And then I procrastinate. Then, okay. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. And and I, but I don't. I guess procrastination is still saying no to the Lord. Oh, it's just it's still not obeying what yeah, wisdom. I guess it is. I'm what convicted. wisdom demands from I'm us. I'm really convicted right now. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Well, you start doing this stuff oh, and doing gosh. a podcast on marriage, and you're, we're going to get convicted. Oh, I'm convicted. So it, it, here's the point. This last point operates, or wisdom becomes really manifest through our obedience to the things that. The Word reveals to us. The Holy Spirit reveals to us. Remember that um, our our verse in in verse fifteen here says, "Walk in wisdom." Mm-hmm. That word "walk" means you do the stuff. You do your life, right? It doesn't say think wise thoughts. Mm-hmm. It says walk yeah. in wisdom. That means do what wisdom does. Men, women, do mm-hmm. what wisdom does, and you will be blessed. Yep. And your marriage will surely be blessed. Yep. By definition, it's again, it's not intelligent. Some of you are the brightest people in the world. I mean, and 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 have profound intelligence and maybe know a lot of stuff, dude. I I, I mean and you use bust the out word, the trivial pursuit no. and everybody's in awe of yeah. the trivia that you have floating around in your mind. No, you use the word circumspectly. Yeah. In your normal conversation. Yeah, yeah. You do use that <laughs> word that we didn't even know what meant. <laughs> Uh, one can have all that. We're not saying people aren't intelligent, smart, bright. We're just saying wisdom's a different animal. God's wisdom. And it we need it. Not man's And it wisdom. comes from, he offers it to us by the asking. Mm-hmm. So again, family, ask. Or ask the Lord. Get wisdom. And get wisdom. Mm-hmm. Go get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it comes from him, but he gives it by you the can asking. Uh, one can have all the intelligence in the world and and be absolute foolish. I've been that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I said it earlier in a way of confession. I've I've talked when I should have listened and listened when I should have talked, yeah. man. And so anyway, there it is today. That's the the first of three kind of triplets that we're going to bring at you. The first one is wise up. Next one, next episode, we'll talk about redeeming the time, which is part of being wise. And, and then thirdly, understanding the will of the Lord. We're really getting excited to get to that one too. So we're so glad you were with us today. That wraps it up. This episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. We're so glad you listened in. You ready, babe? I'm ready. And thank you, Lord, that the computer 
oh, made it. It lit up long enough for us to do this. <laughs> Next time, I will have a new one, I, I'm sure he will find his wisdom <laughs> and get a new computer. <laughs> All right. God bless you guys. Until next time, see you then. Bye-bye. 